November the 3rd, 2021. This is the podcast called Drive Time. It is the process is me driving either to or from work, and we talk about a lot of random stuff. So today, uh, I have so many different things happening. It's been a while since I have recorded anything because my phone has been inoperable. I had a lot of different issues going on with my phone. There was a spacing issue, and then I had to re-download the, the account, and then I had to get into the account, and then there was a lot of different things. So I apologize for not being able to um, to communicate out to y'all, but then again, I mean, this is a podcast, right, I mean, this is just a one-man show, standing up here, talking, saying whatever, and, you know, for better or for worse, I wish I had somebody else to bounce ideas off of, uh, to try to get into a good conversation, because I can find myself just getting lost, right, I'll, I'll get lost in the thought, I'll say, like, something, okay, and then pop into another subject, and if I had another person to rally and bounce off of, that'd be awesome. I have always been trying to get my wife to sit here and talk about life and, and different things. And I think not only would it be therapeutic, I, I think that it would be, um, I think it would just be good because it's the openness, it's the nakedness of, I'm saying whatever I think. And I'm not saying we're going to come out here and hash out relationship problems, but I also feel like it would be a good uh, a good start. Like, it would be a good uh, process to, to do. So, I am... I actually woke up really late to work today. I... Work has been one of those things where, man, am I... Am I going to stay with this place? Am I going to go? Like, a couple months ago, I had a good opportunity, and I was looking into that. Unfortunately, we really couldn't come to terms. Um, and, and then we moved on, right? And I just continued to, to be person that I am and working in, in the way that I work, but, um, you, you know, it's, it's just, for me personally, I get pretty bummed out about going to work, and I think a lot of people feel this way, and I don't want to sit here, it's like, whoa, it's me, and I'm never going to start a pity party, because obviously I chose to work at this place, right, like, you as an individual listening to this, you wake up and you chose to work where you're working, whether that be a college professor, whether that be working on the pipeline, whether that be driving a truck, whether that be working in a kitchen, or, or serving uh, food, or, uh, you know, maybe you're a farmer and you cut, you know, you cut uh, uh, crops and, and you harvest and, and then you work on soil on the off-season, maybe you're a rancher and you do all these other things, whatever your profession is, the thing that you chose, or maybe you just got into it, right, because ultimately some things get passed down from a generation down to a generation, whether you're a sportscaster, whether you're a broadcaster, Whatever the profession is, I think it's important to realize that in some level you chose it. Now, even if you were in prison, right, you chose that career of crime. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some individuals that are uh, wrongfully accused, but we're not talking about those individuals. We're talking about, you know, the 90 plus percent of individuals who purposely chose to do something wrong, illegal, whatever situation they chose it, and now they're there. But I think pulling away from that example, it's important for us to realize that this is the re- you know this is our reality. This is what we chose. This is how we feel, and this is what we've got. Right? I mean, I I boil down my life, and I boil down a lot of situations as choice because. 
because I really feel like that's the base level of, you know, somebody who had gotten pregnant at 18 years old, who had a child, um, you know, it was their choice to have a child. Well, you know, blah, 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 this and that. Well, I mean, ultimately, it's your choice to have sex. Let's just, you know, you can keep peeling the onion back layer by layer, and you can say, well, you know, the guy uh, didn't pull out, and that's why I'm pregnant. Oh, well, you had sex. That's why you're pregnant. You made the decision to have sex. At any point, you could have said, no, I'm okay. I'm good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just saying people who don't peel the onion back to personal responsibility are usually the ones that are the ones that are most conflicted with their lives. Ultimately, it's choice. Ultimately, it comes down to, you know, hey, I would like to do X, Y, and Z. Hey, I would like, uh, I would like, for instance, hey, I would really like to own a business. Well, personally, am I saving money to start that business? Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, am I saving money to buy that business? Am I saving money to start that business? Do I have connections? Uh, do I know what business I want to start, right? Those are things that you have to choose to, to make. I, I don't want to be a, a 75-year-old man and have nothing in my bank account, nothing in my pocket. I feel like I feel like the way that we go about our lives is... Um, the way that we go about our lives are in some ways random, but they're all random. They're all random, but guided by choices we make. Because there's always a yes, there's always a no, right? I mean, I know somebody out there can find extreme examples of where things were not their choice. Generally, in your day, you probably make at least 10 to 25 choices, key choices for that day. You chose to wake up when your first alarm hit. Chose to wake up when your second alarm hit. You chose not to wake up when your third alarm hit, right? I mean, and then you chose when to actually get out of bed. You chose what to drink. You chose which route you were going to drive to work. You chose, um, you know, whether you would quit that day. I mean, that's it's all comes down to choice. Now, don't get me wrong, choices you have to have options to have a choice. So that's where a lot of people get stuck. I hate the guy that I'm with, says one person that works with me. I hate the guy that I'm with. We broke up. We're still on the rocks. You just don't know. Like that kind of thing. Okay. Well, ultimately, what do you want? Well, I don't know. It's like, well, you have to know. You're going to have to get to a point to where you understand what you personally want to have. And then that's your choice. And you're going to have to make your choice. Now, when in relationships, there's always two people. So that person has a choice as well. But there are certain things that you will accept. There's certain things that you won't accept. And you set that precedent every day. Now, again, back to the, the option. And some people say the illusion of choice, right? There are illusions of choice. You go to the store and you have 35 different types of toothpaste. Oh, I got to choose the one with detoxifying calcium. I got to choose the one with brightening. It's not really a choice. You're choosing toothpaste. The, the, the small choice within the small choice, right? You're going to get toothpaste. You got to. You got to brush your teeth every day. But which one? Ah, oh, it's, it's, it's a meaningless choice because any one of those toothpaste will work in the exact same manner in the exact same way. So, for me, that's a choice that's an, an un... It's not going to change your life choice, right? I mean, you, you don't... Um, 
is a choice. <laughs> Even that is a choice of working out. So the idea is not necessarily, hey, I want to work as an accountant. I applied for all these accountant jobs and I didn't get it. Guess I know to be an accountant. Well, I would sit here and say, um, you are an accountant. Uh, or you go to school to be an accountant. You have degrees and certifications. And then you work your way in some kind of auditing role or some kind of um, some kind of auditor uh, job. Move over into an accounting 
old, you go out, and then, you know, you're dead. It's like 19 years on, on the earth. 18 years on the earth, that's it. take 30 to 40 images and um, you know and then we'll sit here and say well you know we got a package for 30 40 bucks 
you want to go ahead and, and take those pro, you know those those images hey you know if you got something special coming up we can go ahead and book you down you know we can go ahead and put you down on the on the uh, on the calendar here and get you get you set up like those types of things were what we did we, we drew up business and then we tried to lock in business for a second return um, and you would give out you know okay here's an 8x10 here's your free 8x10 so it's one image of that you know what they're doing right then and there and anyway, so it just became one of those, one of those really weird businesses. And sometimes you would sell quartet. It's 160 bucks, and it's four images of their their you know studio thing. But usually those are off of appointments. People that have already agreed to come back and already agreed to 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 be there. And um, yeah, so. Again, it just kind of, it's its kind of back and forth. It just, to me, it always felt like we're just trying to hustle. And I was really good at it. But I don't think that that line of business, because it was based off of foot traffic, you would try to stop as many people as you could trying through the doors. Hey, we give you a free 8x10. We'll give you a free uh, two 5x7s or, you know, whatever the deal was for that day or whatever would entice the customer and make them feel like, okay, well, they've got deals going on over here and, you know, we can get a, a free X, Y, and Z kind of thing, whatever it was, um, you know, whatever, whatever got them in the door. And then you try to keep them in the door and then you try to get money out of them after the images were taken. So I don't think that model of business would work. I mean, it does, but I mean, I've gone to Victoria, uh, where the Victoria Mall is, which they don't have a location there, but the foot traffic there has been I look around during the pandemic, by the height of the pandemic. I mean, hell, I, I wouldn't even go to Victoria. I mean, I wouldn't even go to, yeah, I wouldn't go to Victoria, Rosenberg, and Richmond. Not because I was scared of the virus, because I didn't want to deal with the bullshit restrictions. I didn't want to deal with the bullshit, well, do you have a mask? Can you put on a mask? Can you walk around with a mask? I'm like, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Y'all can kiss my ass. Not only that, I didn't get your stupid shot either. Okay? Sorry. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, there's a third booster now, and I, I know I, I know we moved really far from choice, but this goes right along with choice. Like I choose not to put on a mask. I choose not to get a vaccine or whatever. Um, you know the shot. I understand again, freely understand that if I catch it again, by the way, um, if I catch it again, it's supposed to be worse. It's supposed to be. You know, uh, it's supposed to be a lot, you know, blah, 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 blah. I got it in 2019, about three months before it actually was made news. And it was, oh, a pandemic and stuff. I stayed on the couch for probably three days. I had two days off. I called in one day and I called in on the next day. So I was off for four days, essentially. Got a note. They called it a respiratory infection, right? Uh, I got tested negative for respiratory infection. Tested negative for the flu. And, um... I had COVID. I did. I, I knew I did because I couldn't smell or taste anything. That was some of the symptoms. I went back to the, the doctor probably a year and a half later when I had a respiratory infection. And um, I tested for COVID at that time. I tested negative. But, like, she went back and looked at the results and she looked at all the symptoms. And she was like, you probably had COVID in 2019. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. So this whole time I've been immune. This whole time, well, I say immune, but this whole time I've had um if I've had it again, it's been very low. I think a lot of different things attribute to that. I'm not healthy in the sense that I'm Mr. Fitness or anything like that. I do have a positive uh, 
actually I'm O negative, which again is, is very fortunate because from what I've read, um, it just seems like there's a certain amount of people that are more prone to get it based off of blood type, like 30 to 40% more. And O negative or O positive are not necessarily one of those types. They actually have a uh, 30 to 40% uh, reduction. Like they're, there's they're 30 to 40% less likely to get it. So I'm I'm fortunate that I did, when I did get it, I got it, and then I, I battled through it for three days, and then it was all it was all over the hill from there. But um, but yeah, I was uh, I remember having it, but at the same time, I, I didn't. I didn't make a big deal out of it. I didn't go all crazy. I mean, the, the hype around COVID-19 happened after I had it. So, like, for me, I just thought it was the flu. I was down for three three to three days, four days. On the fourth day, I started feeling better. But, like, I was, I was good. Like, I ran a 5K race a month after. You know, like, I, I didn't feel like it was the be-all, end-all. So, I didn't end it all. You know, I just... It was my choice on how I went. I could have died. Full disclosure, could have. Didn't. Didn't, though. Could have, didn't. But, you know, it is what it is. I, um... Since that point, I, I, I don't feel... Again, this is my choice. I, I don't feel like if I were to get it again, I think I would be bad. I think I would have, you know, the fever, the chills, the cough... I might lose a sense of smell and taste again. I don't know. I would assume that that's what happens, right? I would assume that is what would be going on. But at the same time, I just, I have no idea, right? You know, at the same time, I just, I have no idea. So, I, um, I don't know. I just, you know, and watch me get it like two weeks from now or a week from now. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it then. But a lot of people have had it. A lot of people have died from it. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of those are also attributed to other factors, uh, other health-related factors that um, probably factored in a lot more than what most people will tell you. You know, oh, yeah, I had an uncle that died from COVID. Okay? You forgot to tell me that he was uh, in second stage of his cancer diagnosis, that he was chemo, that, you know, he was battling, and, you know, he also caught pneumonia, you know, a month before that, so, yeah, I, I think you forgot to mention some of the prevalent medical information, and maybe you just didn't know, right? I mean, uh, comedian Norm MacDonald died of, of cancer, and nobody knew, so there are people that like to keep it private, not everybody goes on TikTok or social media or whatever, and, and tell the world that they have certain X, Y, and Z. Some people do. Some people don't. But, you know, I'm, I'm not living their life. I'm not their individual person. I, you know, if, if I know about it and it's prevalent to me, hey, whatever. Again, going back to the individual of choice, right? I'm choosing not to get vaccinated. I'm choosing not to wear a mask. I have to live with the consequences or die with the consequences of my choices. But that is life. That is life. Now, counter argument to that as well. You might choose that, but I don't want it for my kids. So you need to go ahead and put a mask on. Fuck you. Okay? That argument does not hold water for me. Because if you, if I'm going to a place where I've purchased and they, they want to mandate a, a mask order, okay. 
because when I purchased it, they said, hey, if you're going to come, you're going to wear a mask. That was a part of the purchasing agreement, right? Okay, I understand that. If you get paid from a business and the business goes, hey, listen, we want you to wear a mask for the safety of everybody else, and nah, 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 nah. we're going to pay you to wear a mask. Okay, I will go because I'm getting paid. I've purchased a ticket knowing that I was going to need to wear a mask because it was in the purchasing agreement. And then also that, um, you know, if I'm going to go and work and, and make money, that I am going to need to wear a mask. Okay, I'm completely okay with those individual statements. But if I'm out in public, like let's say I go to the store and the store doesn't have a mask mandate. They say, you know, we encourage it, but we don't have it. And some bitch is going to try to yell at me for not having a mask on. Fuck you. A, it's optional, so it's not a requirement to come in here with it. And B, I don't need to show you shit. Well, I want to see your vaccination card. Bitch, fuck you. I ain't going to show you shit. Like, I ain't telling you nothing. I ain't showing you nothing. Like, this ain't me, bro. Like, I'm not doing it. And what I mean is, sincerely, fuck you, card Nazis that want to try to act like you need to provide documentation, you need to provide, listen, I'm not going to wear a fucking star on my shirt every time I go out, okay, I'm just not, this isn't, this isn't 1930s Germany, I'm not going to put a star on my fucking, on my fucking clothes every day to make sure you understand that I'm a Jew or that I'm vaccinated, right, it doesn't work that way, it doesn't work that way in America, but there are other states that are crazy, they want vaccination cards, they want proof of documentation, to go here, go there, to do this, to do that, it's like, it's crazy, I hope that in some ways we will look at this and say, guys, what the fuck were we doing, just like most people go back and look at the wars in different countries, the wars wars of the last 60, 50 years, and they say, well, that was a mistake, oh, we did this for this, we did this for this, I hope we go back to this time period and, and take a step back and say, fuck, man, we were really just trying to, we chose to take away civil liberties, like, right, like, just like, hey, we chose to make this as difficult as we could, like, we chose to try to segregate our population, and it's just like, nah, man, that's, that's not for me, I'm not a part of that, nor do I choose that, so, I, I, am under the impression that, you know, for right now, our freedom is based off of the Constitution, based off of, you know, what we've done so far in the last, I don't know, 240, 260 years. It's, I guess what's the easiest way of saying it? It's, it's not incumbent. It's, it's literally a right that we have in order to to, to, to choose. And I think that the fact that our choices are being made for us is not, it's not something that I wanted. It's not something that I'm obviously choosing. So yeah, unless I go to a, like a sports agreement, a sports place and say, Hey, you're going to have to wear a mask if you come in on, you know, January 9th, whatever it is. It's like, okay, well, that makes sense these tickets, I'm going to have to agree, I hit the little waiver saying I'm going to wear a mask when I go in there, because I, I want to go to the event, so I'll wear a mask in order, it'd be inconvenience for me, but that's what we're doing, right, so anyway, that is kind of the wrap up of this drive time episode, I appreciate everybody listening, uh, I, it's so good to be back, I'm, I'm so 
happy that I get to speak to y'all again. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we are and that's kind of what we're doing. Again, I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much and we'll catch you down the road.